New York and Company is kicking off its friends and family celebration with 50% off absolutely everything. No exclusions. 50% off our new Ava Mendez holiday collection, perfect party dresses, and so much more. And Sunday, hurry in. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, and welcome to That's What She Said Sports. I'm your sports student, Nicole Monique. Thank you for joining me today. Hope you guys had an awesome Thanksgiving. God, can you believe Thanksgiving is over and now everybody's actually counting down the days to Christmas? I think this year needs to slow down just a little bit. But, again, thank you so much for joining me on That's What She Said Sports. Extremely excited about the show tonight. Um, I know some, some heard from some of you on Twitter and Facebook because you love these guys just as much as I do. The lifelong dream of Emmanuel Glaze started the spring of 2014 he then added his co-host, former college teammate, Maceo Hurd, and the rest, as they say, is history. The summer of 2015, the Crush Sports Talk Show expanded, settling in with the Sensation Station, and they are the number one show on the Sensation Station network. And not only are they burning up in Atlanta, they're taking, it, they're taking the nation by storm. So let's welcome E. Glaze and Maceo Hurd to That's What She Says Sports. Hey guys, how you doing? Great. I'm good. Love that introduction. <laughs> Very good. I thought you guys would like that. I thought you guys would like it. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Um, got a lot to dive into. So I want to get started with the NFL. And Maceo, this is for you. You know, I was kind of giving you, giving you a hard time on Twitter. Um, obviously, one of the hottest things in the NFL right now is the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, you got to put it out there. They're sitting pretty at the NFC East at 10-1. and one. Um, Obviously, the on the game is also quarterback Dak Prescott, who was number 135 overall in the draft. And then you have running back who's fourth round, uh, excuse me, who's number four all around in the draft, Ezekiel Elliott. So, Macy, i got to ask you off the bat, are you surprised? I mean, I, I know I've heard from several Cowboy fans who said, oh, they're not surprised by this, but come on. You had to be a little bit surprised that the Dallas Cowboys now in November would be sitting at 10-1. and one. Are you a little surprised? I, I am very surprised. I mean, when the draft, everybody knows I'm on record, I didn't think we should take that Prescott. I just oh, really? We should, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think we should take it. I wanted a defensive player. I felt like why would we draft a running back so high? Upon further review, I'm so glad that he's uh, a Dallas Cowboy. Yeah, yeah. So, Eagle A's, what did you what did you think? Are you surprised by the Dallas Cowboys sitting at ten and one? Uh, absolutely, man. I didn't see ten and one. <laughs> I mean, you know, Ezekiel when he got when he went early, um, I knew behind that line. You know, me and Mason, we, we were sitting together when he picked him. I thought he'd do well, but I didn't see this, and then for they, then for their quarterback to go down, and then for them to pick up Dak Prescott, who at Mississippi State, he was okay, but he right. looks like he's a better pro than he was a college player, and now they're the number one team in the NFL, a 10-1, 10 straight games. They lost their first game yep. close, so they could be 11-0. Uh, this is pretty shocking, and, you know, everybody was, I mean, I think if you look at it, 
you're more surprised by how the defense is held up more than the offense. Right. You know, we thought the defense would be a bigger issue, and they're doing fine. I mean, it's, it's shocking. You know, I, I get I get the opportunity to see this every week and hear it every day. So. <laughs> well, you know, I, I thought it was interesting. Everybody's giving such big kudos and big ups to Tony Romo for, as they said, stepping away. He really didn't have a choice, right? I mean, think about it. They're winning. There's no way in Hades Jerry Jones would let t- t- Tony Romo come in now. Maceo, were you kind of surprised of all the kudos that Tony Romo's? I mean, I couldn't imagine Tony Romo playing right now. Well, you know, initially, we who nobody thought Dak being what he what he's become. Um, as the wins kept piling up, you you just had to really look at it and figure out well, how would Tony Romo figure back into this equation? And again, as the wins kept piling up, you like this has become Dak's team. So Tony, only thing Tony could do was accept a backup role and just right. have to ride it out. Right, right. So I did want to ask you guys about some of the other teams at NFC. Um, you know, who are also on the top of there as far as, you know, divisions. you got the Detroit Lions, the Atlanta Falcons, and Seattle Seahawks. Can you all see one of those teams stopping the momentum of the Dallas Cowboys right now? E? The only team I see, I mean, uh, just let it be known, I'm a Falcons fan. I still am a little. Right. To stop that type of offense when they're on right now, the, the Falcons still have a little ways to go. But the team that if their quarterback is healthy and they can find some running game, if the Seahawks is the only one right now I can honestly see putting enough pressure on Dak and having a defensive backfield they have to put enough pressure on Dallas to stop it. The biggest thing with Dallas now is we give Dak and Ezekiel a lot of credit, but can your defensive line go four quarters against their offensive line, which is the best in the business right now? So right right now, if you look at lines and who could probably stand up and handle it a little bit more. Seattle would probably be the best team. I'm hoping as a Falcons fan um, that we can build a little bit better so we can give them a run. I think we have the offense to be able to do something, but our defensive line right now still still has some work to do. So uh, <laughs> with that being said, Seattle probably would have the best opportunities. Maceo, what do you think out of Detroit, Atlanta, and Seattle? Who could be the one to stop the, the Cowboys right now? Uh, I at first, I thought Seattle would probably give us problems, but the more I kept looking at this Seattle football team, I mean, they can't run the ball. The one thing that Dallas does well, Dallas controls the clock. They control time of position. And with Dak at the helm, we're not turning over the football. And that was like a Tony Romo staple, where he would make spectacular plays, he would throw us out of game. We're right. not beating ourselves. And I think that is going to, I think that's the biggest part of the success in Dallas, and with them having home field advantage, not having to travel, those big uglies up front, we, we laughed at Jerry when he drafted this offensive line. He was making these offensive line picks a few years ago. I mean, we got to give him a little credit now. He looks like a genius. Right, right. And I'm sure he loves that too, right, Jerry Jones and credit? <laughs> oh, but of course, but of course. He needs to win once you get out of the uh, Jimmy Johnson shadow. Right, right. When you hey, see folks, when you see him doing Thank you for listening you to him doing says sports. I'm talking to the guys from the Crush Sports Talk Show. We were just talking about them Dallas Cow Dallas Cowboys. E, what were you getting ready to say? 
if you see Jerry Jones doing the mannequin challenge, you know he's a little too happy right now. So I'm kind of uh, <laughs> right, I'm a tired right. Of seeing Jerry you can't, his you can't do the right mannequin now. challenge on the G5. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wanted to um, step away and, and find out from you guys, kind of shift gears to NFC South. Uh, you talked about e. You know, you're an Atlanta Falcons fan. Obviously, you know they're they're the leaders of the South right now. You know, times have definitely have changed from last season, right? You had last right. year the Carolina Panthers were kind of the talk of the NFL. Cam Newton was the darling of the NFL. You know, now they're sitting at the bottom of the NFC South. They're four and seven. Um, basically, e, I'm gonna have you start out. What happened? What happened to the Panthers? What happened to Cam Newton? And are his points valid about the refs not protecting him? Or does he have to take some responsibility in this as well? Uh, first, I don't see the same Cam that I saw last year. I don't see a mm-hmm. a focused Cam. I mean, we talk about it a lot on our show. You see him doing a lot of his um, his, his his just his basic moves as a quarterback. He's not throwing out the proper foot. Teams in their running game hasn't been that well. You know, the running back's been out. Uh, as far as him being hit a lot, yeah, he takes a lot of shots. And, and, and right. you know, NFL came with that old, we we can find other quarterbacks who taking more shots. No, you can't. Cam takes more shots. And it's because he's 6'5", 260, and he runs out the pocket. They kind of allow a little bit more uh, than right. most. And, and the third thing is, is their secondary is horrible. You mean you you let Josh, you know, Josh Norman go, and you're paying basically your cornerbacks peanuts, and you got a 26-ranked defense. I mean, as far as pass defense is concerned, that's why you suck too. Because, I mean, yeah, the defense was great <laughs> last year, but they they had a secondary that could feed off of it. Now you right. can feast off of that secondary now. So for all three of those, I mean, I don't see the same Cam. I think he has taken a lot of shots. And and add on it, but you know, their, their their offensive line is not the same. It is not as good as it was last year. There's a lot a lot of holes up front. So all of that, and, and, and you know, it, I don't know if Cam is more focused about his attire after the game or mm. uh, how he looks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it doesn't look like that's a whole other conversation. That, yeah, it don't like the same guy that's out there last year. And maybe it's the hits, or maybe it's just different. So that's my take on Carolina this year. Macy, what's your take on the Panthers? Uh, I, I agree with a lot of that that uh, Blaze said. Cam Cam is obviously not having fun. Um, right. You thought coming into the season, getting back a healthy Kelvin Benjamin would make the offense even better. Uh, it doesn't seem like that's, that's working out too well. Again, Josh Norman, clearly now we know Josh Norman brought a lot of swagger uh, to that team. The, the defense looks so lifeless. And one of the things they did a good job of last year, they took the ball away. And they're not getting those turnovers this year. And with Cam throwing off his back foot, uh, uh, running game has been very suspect. That's why the that's why the Panthers in last place. Right, right, yeah. And, and you talked about as far as what Josh Norman brought to the team. He obviously brought a lot of leadership too, because mm. it, it, yeah. I mean, as Cam as good as he is, sometimes I wonder as far as is he truly the leader. You know what I mean? You, you, can't, you just mm-hmm. don't see that. So, and, and mm-hmm. I feel like that part is missing too. Um, so the NFL guys, if they've taken a dip in the ratings, um, I'm sure you've just seen all the press that recently came out saying that they're looking to end Thursday night football, which had me jumping up and down. Um, obviously, <laughs> there's a lot of theories out there. I personally believe you can get too much of a good thing. I mean, we had Thursday night, Sunday morning, they're in London, Sunday all day, Sunday night, and then Monday. Um, 
and then, you know, this is a league that talks about, you know, safety, but yet you got guys who play on Sunday have to turn around and play on Thursday. Just wondering mm-hmm. what's your take as far as a dip in the ratings. Like I said, there's tons of theories, tons of stories out there. Macy, what do you think was one of the main reasons the NFL has been taking a hit this season? And and also, too, I want to throw out there, this is the most penalties the NFL has seen this season. I personally, the unsportsmanlike penalty, I feel like mm-hmm. it's dogged this season. Yeah. Um, but, Macy, what, what's your take? One, they're not letting these guys have any fun. Uh, Hello. It's truly the no-fun league. I mean, you're, you're flagging these guys for, you know, it's just celebrating. You're flagging these guys for, you know, trash-talking, taunting. And, okay, we get that. But, like, the Thursday night games, I mean, they've all been bad. They've pretty much been bad. And I think yeah. when they make the schedule, you know, the games look so good on paper before the season because everybody's healthy. I mean, you just don't know. And we, we, you roll out the product. I mean, like Cleveland Browns should never be on TV, honestly. <laughs> they, they, they should wow. never be on TV. You're, you know, let's stop trying to make every team. You know, you want to get everybody on Thursday night. Everybody doesn't deserve Thursday night. It's like everybody doesn't deserve Monday night. Play the team. Right. Put the teams on TV that you know are going to be great for Raiders, Dallas Cowboys, Pittsburgh Steelers. Your traditional powers. Right. Right, right. Tom yeah, you're Brady, right. Between Tom between Brady. the Browns and the Jacksonville, they should actually never be on TV. Oh, them two teams should never, never play on TV. Yeah, yeah. So, E, what's your take on um, the the dip in ratings? Uh, and I, I agree with everything I say, but I think if you the one thing when we grew up watching NFL, we knew we had that one day that we could look forward to was Sunday. Like now, right. like you said, you got your Monday games, you got your Thursday games, you got the Sunday morning games, and I, and I just take I go back to Green Bay when they played one game and they was out of linebackers, the inside linebackers. You're not giving players enough time to heal and these mm. grueling weeks yeah. and, and get your body mm-hmm. back. So now you're getting practice team players out there starting at linebackers, and you hope you just too many injuries, and 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 this and this looks like it's just a. It, it looks like it's just oversaturated. You can get too much of a good thing. And if you keep putting bad games, like Maceo say, I don't want to see the Browns and the Ravens. And they are <laughs> on popsicle suits and, and, and stuff like that. You don't want to see that. I mean, you can, uh, then you're seeing the, you waking up at 930. Okay, that's cool. But on, in the East Coast, we trying to get to church. And on the West Coast, it's 630. <laughs> Ain't nobody watching no football yeah, of, yeah. Uh, in London. Well, not even you know this. what I'm saying? So. Yeah, we try to relax for a little bit before we get settled for the game. And you can't right. even do that now right. because the league is going to shove this game down your throat. And you're like, no, just relax. Give us our Sunday. Let us do what we do. Get back in our routine so at 1 o'clock we exactly. get the game again. Instead of right. all this, we're going to. Yeah, can I can I get my praise and worship on at least a little yeah. bit before I have to start yeah. watching 18 games all at once? So. One more thing, too. We have so many options. Like, you know, now we can TiVo the game. So I don't have to be sitting there live. Um, right. We got, you, you can Instagram me. You can tweet. And you, like, I can be somewhere. I, if I have to run to the store, I, can, I know everything that's going on in the game. So people <laughs> yeah. don't actually have to sit in front of the TV to watch the game or to know what's going on in the game. And then. That's not even talking about the red zone and, channel. Oh, my God. Right. Well, yeah, and the then also, too, have you guys noticed, just to watch one game, that's a four- or five-hour commitment. I mean, that's yeah, that's, right. that's a lot to watch just one game. 
short attention right. spans today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to watch sometimes that much TV, real, especially reality <laughs> TV, let alone sometimes a whole game. I'm like, geez, can yeah. we break it up in sections or something? Right. So, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to hear from Zoe. She's one of the three finalists for the NFL Play 60 Super Kid Contest. And, again, I'm with the fellows from the Crush Sports Talk Show. You're listening to That's What She Says Sports, and we'll be right back. Take it away, Zoe. This is Zoe. I need your help to become the next NFL Play 60 Super Kid and promote healthy lifestyles for children. Voting starts November 30th and ends December 12th. Make sure you visit superkid.nflrush.com. That's superkid.nflrush.com. And vote for me. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Again, guys, if you can, go out there, vote for Zoe. Like I said, she's one of three finalists. Not only should she get an ad with the NFL, she also has the opportunity to go to the Super Bowl and give the ball at the start of the game. Uh, her dad does a show in Charlotte, so definitely rooting for Zoe to win. Um, so be sure to vote. Voting actually starts today, so please do that for her. And we are back. I'm talking to Mayfield Hurd and Emmanuel Glaze from the Crush Sports Talk Show, the number one, as they say, the dopest show in Atlanta. Thank you guys so much for joining me on That's What She Said Sports. Um, Want to shift gears to college football. The new rankings came out. Uh, you all know I'm a Big Ten girl. I'm a Michigan fan. Obviously, I was not uh, not too surprised, but was enthralled the fact that we got bumped to number five. But I did like to see that four Big Ten teams made in the top seven. Um, so I was happy about that. But, again, our top four is Bama, Ohio State, Clemson, Washington. Uh, I know the three of us had really talked about in the beginning of the season, we were talking a lot about, like, the national championship, who we thought we'd be there. Are you surprised by these four? Are you – who do you see as far as out of these four obviously getting into the national championship? Are there any surprises this college football season? E, I'll have you start. I mean, if you look at it from a aspect of the top four, no, you're not surprised. I mean, um, we knew the Ohio State-Michigan winner um, would be one of the teams that would be in the playoffs. Uh, Alabama's Alabama, Washington um, out there at the Pac-12, and um, you got Clemson who all control their thing. I think the thing that has been funny, me and Macy have been – arguing about this for the last two days, but the, the biggest thing has been is um, as great as the Big Ten has been, there's a chance that the champion of the Big Ten won't be in the playoffs. It'll be possibly two teams that are not the champion. You know, if Washington loses, there's a chance Michigan goes to number four, and the champion right. of the Big Ten, which is, in my opinion, the best conference out there, will be on the outside looking in. And I get it. I get the the, the draws and they're the better team and the look and all that. It just always it looks ironic to me that the champion of the best conference in football probably won't be in the playoffs and two teams right. from that same conference may be once it's all said and done. So if, cause you know, Colorado is going to give, in my opinion, Washington all they want. Washington may win, win but I, I do think that uh, Colorado is going to give them a, a good run. And if that happens and Colorado wins, then you could have two teams from the same conference be in the playoffs but not be their champion of the conference. So that's something right. that I looked at was a little interesting. But uh, but right now, the way it looks, the best four teams are in it. Um, we, we won't even get into the, the whole playoff and the eight teams and all that good stuff. But uh, right <laughs> now, from what we see, that's what it looks like. So, 
Right, right. Maceo, your take on the, the, the top four teams and, and who you see as far as getting into the national championship? I, I think I think they got it right. Um, clearly, conference championships do not mean a thing. Uh, that's that's clear. Right. Um, if if we were going to reward conference champions, we would have to have five teams because five power conferences. You know, every year you're going to have to tell a conference that they're not worthy. The whole goal of the committee is to give us the four best teams in America. Now, really and truly, we can make an argument that. USC right now, one of the best teams in the country. But you know, mm-hmm. we 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 won't get all into that. Uh, Colorado can throw a monkey wrench in this thing totally by beating. Yes, they can. Washington on Saturday, they almost right. beat Michigan early in the season, so they can do it. They can yeah. really, really throw a monkey wrench in this thing because the way it's set up, it seems like yeah, we we still might want to get Michigan there because they they dropped from the five. So it's set up, but if everybody, if everything holds true to form, these are the four things that we'll get in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do, What do you guys think has been the most overrated team? I personally think it's Houston. What What college team do you think has been the most overrated? Louisville, and then you, we've seen that <laughs> toward the end. They were. Guys gifted at the beginning of the season. They beat up on Florida right. State and then they played Clemson tight. But once Wake Forest and Houston and then uh, the team uh, they just played beat uh, Kentucky. beat them, Kentucky. We've been like, okay, oh well, wow, that went down real fast. We were all ready for them to get no. I mean, three weeks ago, we we was on the show somehow. Oh man, I can't wait to see what Florida. I mean, what Alabama gonna do to Lamar Jackson? Now it's like. Nah, we do that. We don't need to see that right now. That wouldn't be a good game right now. Right. <laughs> good. But right. Been Vincent, my what, what team, team for you has been the most overrated? I think, I mean, I think honestly as a whole, if we take Alabama out of the SEC, what is the SEC? You know, yeah. for, for years, they, 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 they beat us over the head with the SEC as the best conference, best speed, best this, best that. When you look at a team like Tennessee who had – Everything coming back, senior quarterback, great yep. defense, and for them yeah. to not even win the SEC East, it had to be Tennessee for me. They yeah. they stole a couple of wins, but I mean it caught up with them in the end. They, clearly, they want a good football team, and now Bush Jones has a lot of questions to answer. Yeah, because I because I was you know I was I was all in. I thought Tennessee was going to do their thing at the yeah. end of the season because, like you said earlier, they look good on paper, but. Yeah, you know, and and then we saw them play, and it was like, oh, okay. Hey, um, wanted to give you guys your take on the whole Charlie Strong, Tom Herman. I personally felt like when Charlie Strong took that job, they were setting him up to fail. I I just couldn't see him lasting long. Um, and now Tom Herman comes in. You know, they're loving him, and Tom Herman recently threw some shade at Charlie Strong, saying basically he wasn't prepared. Well, what was your take on the on the? Uh, first of all, let me just say this: I don't like the when they announce that coaches are leaving towards the end of the season when we're when they're still playing. I think it's too much of a distraction. But but, e, what was your take on Charlie Strong, Texas, and and them getting Tom Herman? It, it was kind of like the, we're going to get the guy to come in to clean the program in, and then we'll find the golden guy to take him to the promised land. I mean, it, it was it was a setup. I the mean, effect. I, I just <laughs> right. It, 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 it just Tony Dungy all over again. Came in, he cleaned right. up the program, 
Max Strong left a, a bunch of bad things around, a lot of kids who weren't disciplined and wasn't getting their academics, and he came in and cleaned all that up. So when he finally and, and it, it gets the program to a place where it could be competitive, they challenged every game, and he, you know, uh, it's, it's Tom Herman could probably be a competitive team in the next two years, and and yes, I do have a problem with I have a problem with a coach being talked about being fired and a coach being hired because you saw what happened to them Houston kids at the end of the right. game at the end of the season. They were talking about the coaches leaving, and they just basically were like, okay, well, well whatever, <laughs> let's just finish right. the season out then because it's a right. bad thing for college football to start this, and it's just terrible to look for me. So, but yeah, Tyler is going to be the, the Tom Dun- uh, Tony Dungy of uh, college football this year. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely see that. And you know what I love though? The Texas owes him ten point seven million, but if he gets another job, they'll reduce it. I say Charlie Strong, don't work. Ride that uh, money out for the next two years. <laughs> right. Right. Ride it out. Ride it out. All right, guys, so real quick, I do want to close with a little NBA. Uh you got the Warriors sitting on top of the West at sixteen and two. Are you surprised so far that Katie's move is going this well? Because obviously everybody was hating it. When they lost their first game, everybody's like, yeah, see, I told you it wasn't going to work. But now they're sitting pretty. Um, Macy, do you think it's looking good for the Warriors for the rest of the season? I mean, obviously we got tons of NBA left. But do you uh, think the Warriors NBA, are looking good right now? It's, it's funny how, like you say, when, when they dropped a couple of games, oh, I told you, experiment is bad. It's not going to work. Right. They will be fine. Right. It's, it's going to take them, uh, you know, a half a season to figure out. They have to figure out how KD wants the ball. Have to figure out because really, right. think about it. KD and Clay are basically the same guys. Yeah. Now, the, my, my concern with Golden State is when they play an Eastern Conference team in a seven-game series, they're gonna get pounded on the board. They they don't have any depth down low. They can score points, right? But a team that can slow them down and dump the ball down inside, it's gonna give them problems. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll be able to watch fully right after the Super Bowl. Right now I'm kind of getting glimpses, but it's too much. I got to, you know, I feel like I got to ride high at my college football and I got to stay, you know, stay uh, alert for my NFL. I can't do a lot of NBA right now. <laughs> I'm just kind of getting glimpses and no. highlights. So I don't watch NBA until, uh, I don't watch NBA after all star break. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. So, guys, thank you again so much for joining me. Always a good time. E, tell folks where they can find your show and follow you both on uh, Twitter. Yeah, man, you can find us uh, every Monday through Wednesday on uh, SSCNATL.com. We have a Twitter handle, the Crush Sports, at Crush Sports Talk. You can find Maceo at Maceo. Maceo Heard Jr. or just Maceo Jr.? Maceo on, Jr. Um, yeah, Maceo Jr. on Twitter. And mine is eglaze 57 on Twitter. We got a Facebook page, the Crush Sports Talk. We got a YouTube page, the Crush Sports Talk. And uh, we also do a show on uh, every Friday at 10 p.m. on rapstation.com. We do a little webisode that we do there. So uh, Instagram. Yeah, and I've been wanting to tell you guys, Talk. I've been enjoying that. that that's, that's been looking really oh. good. Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm just saying you got to give yeah. props. I mean, you guys you guys are hardworking, and, and you know, I don't, I, we speak lightly of it. But we've been in the industry long enough to know a lot of times, you know, it's it's uh, it's, it's competitive. So when you meet good people, you want to highlight them. So I can't thank you guys enough for just not only your support with my show, but just for what you do and, and just keep doing it and, and, and doing it big. We thank yeah, you. Well, thank you. 
Hey, you know Hurry it's your up. turn now, right? Yeah, it's your turn now. We're going to get you back in. Yes, well, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, look, I after the after the season, when we find out who gets what bowl game and we find out who's going to play off the NFL, let's definitely get together again and talk shop again. All right. Let's we do it. Can. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Thank you. All right. All right, so that's the fellows from the Crush Sports Talk Show. Again, awesome to talk to. Always a pleasure having them on the show. And also, thank you for so much for listening, too. That's what she said, sports. Thank you all for listening to the show as well. You can find me throughout the week on tspn.ca. So thank you to all the Toronto listeners. Really appreciate it. You can also find me on Back Sports page and on the All In Sports Talk Network. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at TWSS Sports, and you can also go to my website at TWSSSports.com. Um, again, follow me on Twitter at TWSS Sports, and check out my site. I just put some new posts up there, uh, a great post that I'm really proud of called What Happened, um, highlights the Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton, kind of breaks it down as far as what happened. Um, and then every week we have a really fun uh, poll question, and this week we wanted to find out from you all as far as How's the officiating been? How would you grade the officiating in the NFL? So that's always a big thing, too, because I know for me personally, I don't think it's gone well. And, of course, folks like me on Facebook. I like you for listening, so let's like each other. And always enjoy bringing you the best sports talk around. We will see you next week. And, as always, be good. Take care, folks. New York and Company is kicking off its friends and family celebration with 50% off absolutely everything. No exclusions. Shop now through Sunday in stores and online at nyncompany.com for 50% off everything, including our new Ava Mendez holiday collection, perfect party dresses, and so much more. Hurry in for New York and Company's friends and family's 50% off everything sale. No exclusions. And Sunday at New York and Company. New York and Company is kicking off its friends and family celebration with 50% off absolutely everything. No exclusions. 50% off our new Ava Mendez holiday collection, perfect party dresses, and so much more. And Sunday, hurry in.